Good morning. Welcome to the Long Live the First Amendment and Free Speech Podcast. Free Press Media Press, Inc. sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bouchard. Today I'm going to ask you to think outside the box. This is a case that wouldn't seem to apply to our purposes, our mission of advancing the First Amendment and opposing obscenity laws, but actually it does. This case is Robert Webb and Kathy Webb, Appellants versus Glen Brooks, Glen Brook Owners Association, Inc., number 05-07-01122CV. It has a related opinion on rehearing case, but I stuck to the original opinion because I thought it was most pertinent. As it sounds, you wouldn't think a homeowner's association dispute would bring up obscenity issues, but this one does. It makes me laugh, in a sense, while at the same time, I still realize the serious implications of the First Amendment and obscenity issues. It says, quote, This case involves a dispute between homeowners Kathy Homeowners Robert and Kathy Webb and Glenbrook Owners Association intent issues the Webb's appeal to trial courts, judgment against them following a jury verdict finding the Webb's violated Glenbrook's restrictions by constructing a shed on their property in the very instances of the Webb's created nuisances, end quote. So at first glance, that wouldn't seem to apply. We're not concerned with shed construction, no matter how much of injustice. But there are other issues. It says, quote, Glenbrook sued the Webbs for breach of the Declaration of Covenants and assessments for Glenbrook's estate's declaration seeking statutory damages under Section 202.004 of the Property Code, end quote. It was a big fine, 55000 in civil damages and 40400 in attorney's fees. That's huge, 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 huge. So what issues were of our concern? It says, quote, The Webbs also do not contest that the jury nuisance findings against the Webbs as to yelling obscenities at people driving or walking by in the vicinity of the Webbs' homes and on the property of their Glenbrook members, playing exceptionally loud and obscene music on the exterior of their property and making obscene gestures to other Glenbrook members, end quote. My friends, that is the most germane part of this. They bring up 10, 11, 11 different issues. A few of these pertain to our purposes here. The, number two says, to refrain from yelling obscenities at all Glenbrook members and other people within the boundaries of Glenbrook, which include all lots within Glenbrook, all Glenbrook common areas, and all streets within the boundaries of Glenbrooks. The Webbs claim this injunction is vague and indefinite because Glenbrook is a non-profit corporation and inferences and conclusions are required to determine whether the references to boundaries is the real property governed by Glenbrook, end quote. And it concludes by saying, issue 10, quote, issue 10 with respect to this injunction is overruled, end quote. Good job. Do you think yelling obscenities should be allowed under free speech? We did do a trial in one of our early podcasts about someone going to a store manager and using obscenities against them. Number three is very close to number two. It says, quote, 
to refrain from yelling obscenities at Glenbrook members wherever located, end quote. These issues were part of an injunction that the Glenbrook Homeowners Association got against the webs here. It says, quote, the parties agree that yelling obscenities is inappropriate conduct. While we must address, however, is whether without reference to other records, the injunction is sufficiently suspicious, suspe sufficiently specific, specific, end quote. That's a tongue twister. Sufficiently specific. There we go. I got it. Hooray for me. It says, quote, we reverse this injunction and remand to the trial court for further proceedings, end quote. So what do you think about that? Were the webs being conciliatory there? Number five and number six also are very similar. Number five focuses on loud music. They do touch upon the issue of scene music, but I'd like to address number six because it focuses on the issue of obscene music. It says, quote, to refrain from playing obscene music that can be heard outside the dwelling located on the property. The webs assert that it is near impossible to determine what is required of them in this injunction because of the, of the term obscene. They also argue that the injunction is too broad because they have no control over music coming from the radio. Glenbrook alleges in its petition that webs play loud and sometimes obscene music for extended period of times and requested an injunction as described above. End quote. And also says, quote, The trial court does not define obscene for the purposes of this injunction. We therefore look at the ordinary meaning of the term. End quote. So they quote from the dictionary, and they also quote for Texas Penal Code 4321. And they say, quote, Legislators and courts have struggled with definitions of obscenity, and they continue to face the challenge of formulating a test capable of defining prohibited behavior and satisfying constitutional requirements. End quote. Indeed, that is true. From all these obscenity cases, we see how different things get different judgments. Usually, they rule against our side, but sometimes we win. It says, quote, Unlike other parts of the judgment, the trial court gave no guidance in this injunction itself as to the specific prohibited music. The jury, for example, was confronted with testimony regarding specific lyrics and music that the neighbors found offensive and the jury agreed was a nuisance. Yet the injunction, as were, it lacks any reference to what music or lyrics would be the type covered by the injunction. The injunction, therefore, lacks sufficient specificity required for an enforceable order of the court, end quote. And it also says, quote, as a result, the trial court clearly abused its discretion and we reverse this injunction and remand to the trial court for further proceedings, end quote. The webs are definitely fighters. They're going to fight for everything they can get, it looks like. So what do you think about that? Do you think they should be allowed to play their music, whether it's obscene or not? Do you think that should be allowed? Hopefully... The courts don't take our right to play away music away. Number seven says, quote, to refrain from making obscene gestures, including but not limited to flipping people off with the middle finger, flashing the loser sign, publicly exposing any female's breast, publicly exposing any person's private body parts, spitting, undulating in a lewd manner and grabbing genitals areas to any Glenbrook member wherever located and to other people while publicly visible anywhere within the Glenbrook boundaries. End quote. It says, quote, Glenbrook's petitions allege that the webs grabbed their genitals in the front yard and in front of other persons raised their hand in obscene gestures and yelled cuss words at people. The injunctive relief Glenbrook requested was to restrain the webs from making lewd, obscene, or offensive gestures and from yelling cuss words at Glenbrook members. 
Several witnesses testified to the conduct alleged to have occurred within the Glenbrook community. The parties agree that the conduct described would be inappropriate wherever it took place, although the Webbs do not agree the conduct occurred. Based on this record, the evidence supports the injunction insofar as it is to prevent conduct within the Glenbrook community. The restraint exceeds the pleadings and relief requests as well as the evidence in that it prevents conduct wherever located. This injunction is therefore a clear abuse of the trial, trial court's discretion in that regard. This injunction is reversed and remanded for further proceedings in conformatory, conformity with this opinion. End quote. So what do you think about that? Some of that behavior may be crossing the line because you can't obviously do indecent exposure in broad daylight, at least most of the time. There may be exceptions, but I can, I can understand perhaps why someone would do that. And I've, from the cases I've read, that the First Amendment doesn't usually cover that. So this is quite the case. Unexpected to find obscenity issues here. Now, they didn't create any of their artwork, and they didn't sell anything like in many of the cases. And this were not necessarily even works of art in the first place. Yelling obscenities is not a work of art. So what do you think about that? Should their behavior be protected? Did you like how the court ruled? What do you think about this case? How can we also think outside the box? How will you advance the First Amendment, freedom of speech, and third parties today? Long live the First Amendment and free speech. Goodbye.